how'd you do, I? See you, Mel. Very We are Pop Culture. Welcome back to our third episode of Pop Culture. This episode is entitled Here's Stevie. And in a few minutes, we'll be talking about the great legendary author Stephen King. But first, I want to introduce my buddies as we're all sitting here on the bench drinking our favorite drink and uh, reminiscing about the good old days. And so in no particular order, I'm going to ask them to say hello and tell me what exactly they're drinking on our porch. And I'll, I'll even start to give you guys a few seconds. They all give me this look like, oh, God, we got to think already. Um, I'm sitting here on my in my chair on the porch with a nice uh, bourbon. Because that's what I enjoy. And next we have... I would take a Morticia Adams chair with Country Time Lemonade, the original recipe. And my name is Bob Yeoman. <laughs> David War with a Diet Coke. Oh, hell, I'm Ron Roberts, and I'll be sitting there with a hurricane. So about five minutes and I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we better hurry then. Oh. All right. Well, thank you. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, how's everybody been? Since our last Fine, thank you. foray, uh, when we spoke about Batman. Sorry we missed you, Ron. Yeah, well, I have to say that I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. It was as if I was sitting at a round table with three experts, learned a lot. It was a good show, gentlemen, good show. Well, thank you very much. I, uh, I, I, I'm sorry you weren't able to tell us your Batman story about wrestling, though. Well, maybe another time. All right. Well, we're going to be talking about Batman again because uh, we still got the comics to I go. I thought we'd follow up with Robin. Why are we? We, we covered Batman already. We got Robin, Batgirl, Batmite, Ace the Bat Hound. Oh, Ace the Bat Hound, yeah. Commissioner Gordon is Batman. Uh, did any of you read? Um, we're going to go down a tangent verse already. Did any of uh, any of you ever read the comics? Um, uh, Gotham City Police Department, G- GPCD? I did not. No. no. It was good. It was very, very good. I mean, it, it focused all on Gordon and, and all his oh, wait. cronies. Oh, wait. I might have picked up. I must have read someone's copy. But I, I know I didn't buy it. Yeah. But I, I could I have been killing time. Brubaker was the, the writer on that. Yeah. He did. It was right up his alley. He was, you know, he was good at that. Anyway. All right. But today we're not going to keep talking about Batman. We are going to talk about Stephen King. And I want to start by... Saying, gentlemen, picture it. The summer of 1977. An 11-year-old geeky little boy 
who couldn't go out and play because he had too many allergies, so he spent his summers reading, reading, reading. He had read all his Hardy Boys. He had read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn and everything everybody had given him. And he lamented to his aunt, I want something new to read. And she said, let me talk to your mother. And a half an hour later, she came back with a book, a silver-covered book with just the outline of a child. And this young man read his first Stephen King, The Shining. And he was sold. He wanted to read more Stephen King. That little boy was Jeff Kupmanis. And he lived down the street. <laughs> no. I knew. I waiting for the joke. Yep, yep. Uh, Soon no. he will talk about pacing. <laughs> a little boy developed telekinetic powers <laughs> yeah. and killed the soul family. Yeah. But always managed to make sure he had a cameo in his films. <laughs> but Oh, don't. No, that was a book. That's very good. Uh, anyway, Stephen King. Uh, was born September 21st, 1947 in Portland, Maine, a second child, uh, and who I did not know, uh, did not, his father abandoned the family, so it was just his mother who raised uh, the, him and his brothers and sisters. Uh, he graduated college in 1966 and married his wife, Tabitha, in 1971. Uh he had three kids of his own, Joe Hill, Owen King, and Naomi King. Uh, Joe Hill and uh, Owen uh, King both are authors of their own. I don't know, have any of you ever read uh, either one of their stuff? No. And Tabitha's an author as well, and I have oh. a, I'm <laughs> trying to think if I read her any of her work. I don't think so. I did not realize that. I didn't see that on there. Uh, I've read um, Joe Hill's, some of Joe Hill's stuff, and uh, he very much has uh, uh, his father's feel on on books although he does tend to stick the landing a little bit better um for the most part joe or steven joe oh really yeah uh, and that's always been and i'll say we might as well start right with my only issue i've ever had with stephen king is rarely does he stick the landing mm. uh for me personally i think his books are awesome up until about the last 150 pages and then it's like uh I'm not sure where you're going because it just seems to like die off just kind of end it was a dream well the, the, <laughs> that was certainly the case with the dome um, mm. one of the one of the ones it was like i read 800 pages and then somebody's like it just stopped yes yes exactly and, and that's it's like we we didn't resolve anything here yep and today we're gonna talk about uh the books and the movies as well uh so I know uh, one of us uh, has admitted that they haven't read all the books or any books, uh, but you have seen movies. Yes. <laughs> okay, so so we're, we're good to go here. Um, Mr. King has been quoted as saying there are two women in his life that made his life what it was today. <clears throat> one was his wife, Tabitha. The other lady, can you guess her name? Andorra. <laughs> no, that's a... <laughs> Good guess. You took a swing, Bob. I Samantha. <laughs> oh, Sammy. Jeannie. Martha? I'm just up to my neck. Martha. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's oh, the wrong. Oh, it must be Martha. Why'd we say that name? <laughs> be Martha. Why'd Everybody. I say that name? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's my mother's name, too. What? What? <laughs> uh, no, the other one is uh, Carrie. 
Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So uh, I thought we'd just start off uh, as we sit here and reminisce, and uh, I'm just going to start from the beginning. I'm going to start listing off some of the books. Um, I just want you gentlemen to when you when I say the book or and you think of the book or the movie, your opinions if you've read it. All right, we're going to start right from the very beginning. 1974, his first big hit, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Which movie? I think there were two now. There were two yes. movies. I liked the first one. The second one I wasn't as impressed with. I didn't see the second one. I believe there was a second one. For some reason, there was. There was, there was a yeah. second one, and it was well, the second one to the property. I would say the second one being a a remake. Right. Um, and I can't remember what they changed, but they changed something. And it's like, and in some ways, of course, it was better because the special effects were so much better. They focused more on making the mother a little bit more sympathetic. Maybe she that's was, was not and sympathetic she at all sympathetic in the first book. And I've read the book as well. Yeah. Which uh, Now, uh, Ron, have you read the book? I have. Um, and I was just going to point out again, it was actually his fourth novel that he wrote. It was the first, first one, one that was actually published. published. Yes. Okay. Yes. So just in first case there's anybody out there, Mr. King, if you're listening. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting, Sorry, of course, is it's one of his shorter novels. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. As, he got, as he got older, he wrote more and more pages of the same. And I don't think necessarily the quality improves. I, I think his short works sometimes are the best. Oh, absolutely. Which is why some of his short story stuff is 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 great um i also saw I, I did read the book and i did see the first movie i didn't see the second movie it's interesting that if if you're saying that they made the mother more sympathetic because i mean she's still a witch yeah but in the book in that first movie and in the book i think oh, oh yeah she's just she's Evil. a wackadoodle yeah. um yeah wackadoodle as <laughs> wackadoodle i like the i like the word wackadoodle. uh his second um, but no, no, this is for something else, Bob. Look, look at that. Um, I have a sound effect, folks, and Bob can't wait for me to use it. We got Breaking Bad over here with Tuco. <laughs> Anyways, uh, his second book, uh, 1975, Salem's Lot. Anybody read the book? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nothing like a good vampire story. Absolutely. Oh, I hope that wasn't a spoiler. <laughs> well, you know what? At this point, yeah. and, um, and we know Salem is actually short for Jerusalem. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because he did do the sequel, a short story called Jerusalem's Lot, as well. Yeah. I think. Uh, did you all see the miniseries back in the day with James Mason? Yes, and uh, no, never saw it. <laughs> And moving on. Uh, no, I, actually, uh, yes, James Mason, James Mason uh, David Soul, David Soul, and Lance Kerwin. That's um, his name. Yeah. Yeah. Who just passed away? A he did. Couple months ago. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. Sixty-four. Moving right along. Anyway. That's sad. So uh, too young. Way too young. Yep. Way too young. That was uh, the first. For me, that was the first. Uh, movie tv show where it actually freaked me out and i do remember watching it uh we stayed up we were allowed to watch it and that was exactly the part that scared me the the brother that died that came back and floated up to through the window to his brother and was scratching obviously you never watched jabberjaw (laughs) i I haven't i have all of talking shark very freaky (laughs) oh okay (laughs) i have all of their cds (laughs) Jabberjaws? Yes. Okay. 
crying sweetly. I again, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the book, enjoyed the the miniseries as well. Um, for vampire stories, I thought it was pretty good. I don't think he ever did another vampire other than Jerusalem, the sequel. Did he? Did he do another vampire book? I'm sure he probably not a book, but I'm sure he wrote a story somewhere along the line. Well, I think the man writes 24 hours a day. I think he writes in his sleep. Actually, yeah, I think of a blank piece of paper, and I'm stealing this to someone about you know, but if you want to indicate scarcity, you say it's as rare as a blank piece of paper in Stephen King's house. Yes, <laughs> yes. I always thought it was there's an old. I'm sorry, there was an old Saturday Night Live sketch. I think it was uh, with uh, John uh, Chu. Uh, world's greatest thespian, John Lovitz. John Lovitz playing Stephen King. <clears throat> and they're interviewing him, and the whole time he's at a typewriter just <laughs> type, 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 pulling pieces of paper out while they're talking to them. And it's like, I think, that's, I think that's about right. Yeah. Well, and then there's that. Um, a typewriter was a device used to make letters <laughs> on pages similar to a word processor, which, of course, was replaced by the computer we use today. For all you young kids out there. Okay. I'm yep. keeping all the frisbees on the top of my roof. <laughs> you tell them that. Throwback from episode one. Uh, I think um, it was Bob's real voice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you all laughing about? <laughs> I know your mother's. I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> uh, I do think that um, uh, Salem Lad is probably one of my one of my personal favorites as well. I've, I really kind of uh, enjoyed that one. Uh, number three, 1970. Did, did someone else say it was a personal favorite? <laughs> okay. Did I say as well, didn't you I? You said as well. I'm just yeah. wondering. <laughs> as well as all the others that I'm going to oh, state oh, are okay. my personal okay. favorites. Okay. Uh, number three, 1977, The Shining, mm. which was probably the one that, I mean, you know, I think The Shining took off in ways that, that his first book, two books, didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that movie, that movie... Uh, also helped. Here's Johnny. Well, the movie helped, but of course the movie wasn't... Kubrick did things with the movie that weren't in the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And to me, it was like reading the two, and that's where, of course, we always get into, this book is better than the movie, but it's like they, they clearly were two different things. Yes. Um, just, just uh, I liked the Shining miniseries that came much later with, I think, uh, Steve Weber. Weber. Steve Weber. I thought that was more true to the book. And uh, Rebecca, was it Rebecca de Mornay was his wife in that? That sounds right. right. But, you know, things like the maze um, were better represented. The axe in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I agree with all of you. I don't. I though Shelley Duvall, I thought was you know great character. So Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah. Shelley Duvall. she was terrorized um, in real life. Well, yeah, I was going to say that <clears throat> that yeah. movie pretty much kind of ruined it for her because she she's gone on record to say how mentally and emotionally abused she was during the entire production of that. And, mm. I mean, so I kind of wonder how much of that was actually acting when she was on screen. I had heard the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the truth. That will explain why she went on to play olive oil and Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> she went totally the other way. I, oh. I And she was, to me, the weakest part of that movie. Oh. For right. me. See, I, I didn't, I thought I didn't her care whole for look, her. I know. I thought if she was too... As, and, and again, and, and as Dave's already pointed out, the book and the movie are two totally right. different things. Uh, and I guess, in a way, that's why that movie, as much as, and I've said this, uh, we said this in the Batman uh, episode last month, 
Jack Nicholson is one of my all-time favorites. It was a Jack vehicle. Yes, uh, obviously. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's yeah, all it really Johnny. was. Yes, uh, here's Johnny. Um, but uh, I really thought when it came to that entire cast, for me, I'd, Shelley Long. Shelley Long. Now she, that would have been a movie. Now that would have been a great movie. Everybody may have rooted more for... Now, John. <laughs> let's stop and think about that for a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but Shelley Duvall, I just, I just didn't care for her in the movie. But I think because they wrote her so weak and so, and they made her weak. I yeah. mean, she was just. I mean, she played it well. Yeah, yeah. But it was just now Scatman Crothers. Now there was a. Oh yeah, there was yeah. Scatman. Shining. What did you used to call him? Scatman called the kid a name. Oh, he called him uh, a name. Yes, he did. He did call him a name. He called him a name. (laughs) Well, you know, Doc, when something happens, it can leave a trace of itself behind. Say, like, if someone burns toast. But it was nice for Scatman to break out from, you know, his Hong Kong fooey days and his uh, match game or uh, all those kind of things. Hollywood squares and all that. You know, it was like, Harlem was like oh, he can actually act. That's great. Yeah. It was good to know. Yeah. And he, he did a great job. Uh, but and then he died. Yes. <laughs> Okay. It was a little weird. Keeping it alive, folks. <laughs> Years later. It's Stephen King. Everybody dies eventually. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Uh, I, I did enjoy You know, it's kind of funny. I, I love the movie when it came out. But within, after viewing it uh, later in life, it was like, yeah, this, you are right. The miniseries stuck closer to, to the, to the books, especially, and then the ending, I despise, even when I saw it the first time, I remember despising that ending of Jack Nicholson sitting there frozen in the middle of the maze. That's, that's not, to me, it made no sense. And then it just kind of. And and to me, Stephen King is one of the few endings where he actually did land the ending uh, by blowing up the hole. Spoiler alert, everybody, if you haven't read the book. Yeah. And and did you read, eventually, the sequel? Yes. Uh, yeah. Dr. Sleep, yeah. Dr. Sleep mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, and I like that one just as well. I haven't seen that movie, though. I'm going to have to watch it. Uh, the movie... Um, if it's out there. It's, it, I'm sure it's out there. It's, oh, it's somewhere. streaming somewhere. Yeah, Ewan McGregor um, uh, plays the um, old the boy older now and is alcoholic and the whole bit but uh, I like the movie I like the book I, I like both of those as well uh, 1977 he also came out with Rage mm-hmm. I know me either yeah it was like tumbleweeds I looked at that and went I, I'm gonna have to check that out 1978 his fifth novel The Stand which I thought came later, but I guess it came a lot earlier than I thought. And that would be the first of a series. Didn't The Stand turn into a series? Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, The Stand was... Oh, I'm thinking of the gun... What's one Green of the Mile. Guns? The gun oh, The Gunslinger. Oh, uh, was it the tower? The t- Dark Towers. Oh, Dark Towers. Dark Towers. Dark Towers. Dark Towers. Jesus, yeah. rookie mistake. Wow. Yeah. But uh, no, um, The Stand came out in 1978 and... Uh, Very prophetic. You know, it, it foretold us about COVID and mm-hmm. we didn't listen. No, no. 
Although we didn't quite get to the same point <laughs> yet. In, yeah, yet. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 mutating next pandemic, out there somewhere. Next pandemic. <laughs> I remember that book vividly. It was the first of the the Stephen King books that actually scared the daylights out of me. Uh, to the point where the whole that there was a scene towards the beginning of the book after everybody's dying off and uh, what did they what did they call that trips um, Captain Trips Captain Trips was the name of the the disease or the nickname that they gave it. Uh, there's a moment where uh, the character of Larry, the singer, uh, baby. Baby, don't forget your man, or something like that was his big song, where he's trying to get out of New York City, and he's going through the uh, Lincoln Tunnel. Lincoln Tunnel. See, I've never seen this. In the, I know you're doing great though. In the Lincoln Tunnel, <laughs> uh, crawl, trying to crawl, and his light goes out, and then it's just this nightmare. And I will have to say, I think that's one of the Stephen King's to me best written. Pieces, just that small little piece of the terror of him crawling uh, through cars and bodies, trying to get to the other side of the of the Lincoln Tunnel. Um, I did not care for the movie, the miniseries. It was a miniseries. Mm-hmm. There was there were two miniseries. Yeah, USA Today, I think USA Network made one and quickly lost the film. <laughs> yeah. The the first one uh, starred um, da, 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 I can't remember who was in it. Second Gary one starred Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, that's right. Who I did like actually. Actually, I liked the first. Did you guys see the first or any, either one of the miniseries? I, I believe I did, but frankly, it did not make an impression on me. Yeah, I mean, it, I think they may have all mixed in with me. Yeah, I know. Uh, I do remember Gary Sinise and I, Molly Ringwald. I think was in that as well. Could have been. Yeah, I think she played uh, Gary Sinise's and Miss Jane friend. Pittman. Was she what? mother? Was she? She was the mama. She mother mother uh, Abigail. Yeah, was it Abigail? I that sounds it right, folks. We're reminiscing, but we're also misremembering. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. Uh, but I did like the first miniseries much more than the second. Uh, I wasn't a big fan. I like Whoopi Goldberg. I wasn't a fan of her as the yeah. as the uh, um, uh, the main person there. Uh, but I, I the stand. Have you ever read the uh, unabridged version? Wasn't aware there was a bridge a bridge door and an unabridged. Yeah. His first, uh, I can't remember the exact amount of, of uh, pages, but his first one ran about eight 900. And then when he added on everything that they told him to edit the first time around, it was about 1,200 pages. No, I did not read that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the only... I, I mean, the one I have is, at home is that thick, but right. I, I'm sure I, I don't have one that's twice as you know, And here I'm indicating size with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Just never do that in bars because it gives you just a bad. That might ring the bell. Oh, <laughs> um, kind of. Um, number six, 1979, The Long Walk. I've never heard of that Short one either. Short <laughs> That was later in his life. No, I, I haven't. Never heard of that one either. I didn't. Was it an actual novel? Uh, I. I'm just reading off these books in Wikipedia, but they don't tell me exactly okay. what they are. Uh, number seven, 1979, The Dead Zone. 
I did not read it. I know of the movie, but I don't think I actually watched it. Yeah. Again, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, never read the book or, or mm-hmm. movie, Ron? And, and Bob never saw the movie? Never heard of it. Oh, it's it's a really, really great book. It, it, it's uh, about a man with telepathy. Tele- Kinetic powers, or and he's a spy or something, isn't he? Or? No, what he is is he's. I think he's a teacher, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and again, I should have researched these more, but I, he, the the main character could, if he touched you, he could see your oh, future. Oh yeah. yeah, and the t- uh, there was a TV show, Christopher. Walken. Yes, uh, the, with Michael uh, Blonde somebody. Yeah, from uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, Michael. Uh, who was the one who played uh, the geeky Brian? Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael there Hall. There we go. He he played the character, but in the movie it was uh, played by um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, yeah. and the bad guy who was and and the, and again I thought it was a good. This was one of those that had a great ending to me. Uh, he shakes this guy who's running to be senator, uh, shakes his hand, and he sees this uh, this guy become senator and then become president. And then press the button, and the world goes boom. Okay, I thought there was some sort of political intrigue of some kind in there. So yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So then he spends the rest of his time trying to figure Should out he, how, to, how stop. to stop that. Yeah, and in the end, it's tragic for him, but he does, you know, he does stop it and all that. Uh, and in the movie, not only was there Christopher Walken who played uh, the lead, the hero, but who <laughs> Christopher Walken is just odd enough. To have been able to, to really pull that off. I do recommend if you've never seen Dead Zone, check it out. It's a, I still think it's a good movie. Uh, and the one who played the senator, uh, the bad guy in that was um, Martin Sheen. Hmm. So it's it's a good two good leads, strong leads on that. Um, number eight, Firestarter, 1980. Seen the movie. Didn't read the book? And that would be Drew Barrymore. Wasn't Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Scott. Was it George C. Scott in there too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not know that. What but, range uh, that he could play a little girl like that? <laughs> Rick Baker can do wonders. <laughs> um, I did like the book. I, I didn't. I did not read the book. But um, the movie I didn't care for. It was one of those again where it, it just kind of fell in the middle. Um, number nine, ninth book, nineteen eighty-one, Roadwork. I don't know. This is a great subject. I'm glad I did this for our third. I feel like I feel like I feel like this podcast is going to be like the Star Trek movies. Well, I'm, I'm two, just, four, and six were great. One, three, and five. I'm just more yeah. impressed that there's these books that we hadn't heard of. Like, mm-hmm. Gosh, I know. And perhaps I other people have not heard it until now. So now, yeah. Stephen, if you get a if you get a um, boost in boost sales, in, in sales. rage or, or road work, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be expecting a check, sir. Uh, I don't know anything about that one either. 1981, also Cujo, which I did read the book. I did see the movie. Anyone else? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks. I, it wasn't. It, Again, it was. Mad Dog. I mean, yeah. I, it's a slobbering St. Bernard. But, but you know, one that we missed because it wasn't a book first. I think it was a screenplay right event. Duel, I believe, was his. Way yeah. back. Oh, dual was seventy. Must have been seventy-five, 70. seventy-six. Dennis Weaver. That one kept me on the edge of my seat to while watching that. It wasn't a movie. It was 
And you know, it was, it was ABC. Movie it was a television. ABC. Show. Yep. It was a television. Yep. Movie. That was, was a, a great. Movie. I forgot. I love that. Directed one. by Steven Spielberg. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. That was one of his first uh, directorial. That to me was one of my favorites. Um, I forgot that he I, wrote. I'm pretty that. sure it was Stephen King. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Was it? I. I. I it may have been. I. I do know. I love the movie. Did you ever see that movie, Ron? I uh, no, I did not. Duel. Ooh, no. it's amazing how they did what two hours of a man just nineteen seventy one film nineteen seventy one, and it was written by Stephen King. I'm looking. Okay, um, but it was oh, never mind. Richard Matheson. It was Richard Matheson. So so I, I must have slipped into Spielberg instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, still Steven Spielberg's Stephen King. It's the kind of lot. thing Stephen King would have written. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. Which he should have written instead of Overdrive. Oh, horrible green. use of the Green Goblin. I know. Horrible use of the Green they Goblin. They didn't put the purple on his hood. No, agreed, agreed. Um, but Cujo, I didn't. I My problem with Cujo, the book was that uh, I couldn't tell whether he wanted the... Did he want the dog to be possessed or just rabid? I could never figure out if he fell on one side of that fence or the other. It almost felt like he was playing in the middle and, and never really came. Yeah, they'll make it up anyways. There we yeah, go. That's true. And I never actually saw the movie. Although I will also say that Cujo to me, Cujo and... Uh, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Uh I, they to me they felt like books that he wrote just to make movies. Yes, to make the money, make the movies. By then, The Shining was big, Carrie was big, and I think he got that. I'm going to write these books, but I've got the movie in mind first. He wanted so. to do the Banana Splits show too, but they wouldn't let him. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Timing, timing. Which, I did. I did see. Did anybody see that the horror movie, the Banana Splits horror movie? No, I saw they were I making see, it. I did sit enough. through it. I did watch it. Yes, I will say this about that movie: it was much better than the Monsters remake. Yes. Yeah, it'd have to be no one to. I knew you'd appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, number eleven, The Running Man. Ah, so sad. Didn't read the book. So uh, little spandex was killed in that. The little spandex was killed in there. Arnold's little spot. Oh, yes. But I did see the movie with Arnold and... Uh, <coughs> Richard Dawson. Yeah, and it was, uh, from what I heard from other people, the the book and the movie, again, totally no, I, different. I wouldn't be surprised if it inspired The Hunger Games later. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure. Yes, oh, you're absolutely right. It's basically right. the same concept, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. You should have sued. Yep. Oh, I can't remember. Number 12, his 12th book, The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger. The yeah, first, 1982. Ended up being a whole series, and I I never read any of those. 13, Christine, 1983. Uh, that falls to me in that same category as Cujo and Pet Cemetery. although I did like Christine a little better than Cujo and Pet Cemetery. Hmm. But I, did you read the book, see the movie? Oh, yeah, I did both. I enjoyed Christine, both the movie and the book. And the book? So. And Pet Cemetery, I was going to say, I enjoyed the first Pet Cemetery movie. The second one, I thought they deviated too much from the book. And I didn't. It's kind of the same the concept, second. but for some reason they decided, okay, we're going to switch the little boy with a little girl. We're going to do this. Oh. It's like, okay. Yeah, but why? Yeah. We got yeah. your money. No purpose. Well, and that's why. Well, they were trying to make it fresh. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, 14, by the way, is Pet Cemetery, same year, 1983. And, of course, the first Pet Cemetery had Fred Gwynn. 
That's true. Oh, yes. I do remember so. that. Yes. Uh, then we had Cycle of the Werewolf in 1983. He came out with uh, three right in a row and there. And Cycle of the Werewolf, though, isn't, isn't that an illustrated book? It was. It's a little different. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And that was a movie I, with Corey Haim, wasn't it? I do not recall the movie of that. But they but called I, it Silver Bullet or something like yeah, that. But I enjoyed the... I think it was the, based the, off of... At least whatever the... I enjoyed the book. Okay. Sixteen, the Talisman, nineteen eighty four, which he actually wrote with uh, also uh, with uh, Peter Straub, who was someone else. I I was reading at the time. He was a horror. Okay. Um. Uh. But I didn't. I I got that was one of those I got halfway through and went. I am not into that. Seventeen eighty four, thinner. Uh. Didn't read it. Didn't. Well, I didn't. Michael Constantine. I'm pretty sure I read it. I don't know, but I don't seem to have it on my book. I looked at my bookshelf before I came here. Yeah. Um, Unless it was one of his short stories. No, no, it was, it was actually a, a novel. Okay. It was a novel. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 18. Yeah. In 1986, he came out with probably, arguably, the most popular, or, or keeps reassert, resurging, It. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, was, I would say Did he it. come out with part one or part two at that time? In the book, it Oh. <laughs> it's a joke. He's joking with me. Time. He's pulling my leg. <laughs> Ring the bell. Harvey. Ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They, they, they keep uh, they keep revisiting it because what it was a miniseries yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. Yep, with Tim Curry. Yeah. Was, was it a movie earlier as well? And now it, mm. just, mm, it was the book, and then it was the miniseries with Tim Curry. And now the two part movies. The late John Boy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, John Boy Walton was in the. It was actually a pretty decent cast in that miniseries. Yeah, it was pretty scary for it, for TV. It was. I sure I watched that too. So you did watch it. Tim oh, Curry yeah. definitely. Oh. He just got off of doing Legend. Yeah, that's right, because he was mm-hmm. the the clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was Pennywise, mm-hmm. and, and he uh, just had fun. Oh, he did. Oh, you could tell. I mean, you know, Tim Curry. That's his kind of stuff. He eats that up like. Uh, but that's also had uh, uh, who was the guy who played John Boy? Richard uh, Thomas. Richard, Richard Thomas, Thomas Annette O'Toole, the gentleman that was in. Um, uh, played Venus Flytrap in uh, WKRP was in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Ritter was in that. Uh, the guy who played uh, Judge Judge Harry Stone Harry in Night Short. Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson was in that. That was a huge cast. I mean, a lot of big names. Uh, much more than when they redid it. Uh, I, I don't think the... I can't remember in the new movie. Was there as many big names? Well, other than... Uh, well, what's Alexander Skarsgård, right? Was, right. was pretty wise. And then uh, Finn Wolfhard was one of the kids. Okay, yeah. Who went on to Stranger, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, yeah, I don't think... I can't remember it being a huge Let me look. name cast. No. Uh, but I will say, I think, personally, it was, uh, again, one of my personal favorites and one that, like The Shining, it kind of brought him back into this kind of... Yeah, forefront, and I don't know. The second one may have been bigger names when we had the adult actor. You know, the adults in it. Yeah, this first one focused really on the kid story. Right, right. And yeah. I, 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 I was incorrect. It wasn't Andrew Skarsgård. It's Bill Skarsgård. I'm Oh, Andrew's family out there. Yes, apologies to his younger brother, Andrew, who hasn't done anything. So the cast was, let's see, Jaden Martell, Finn Wolfhard, Jack Dylan Grazer, Wyatt Olaf, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Jackson Robert Scott, Nicholas Hamilton, Chosen Jacobs, Sophia Lillis, Logan Thompson, 
Yeah, no. James James Ray, was it? What did you say, James Ray Taylor? You said Jeremy Ray Taylor. Jeremy, is he the guy that played um in the Watchmen? Played uh, uh Rorsch, Rorschach. Well, this is the 2017. Haley. Oh, that was Haley. That was Haley. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. But no, I didn't even see part two. I probably should just. To, oh yeah. Just to wrap it up, but yeah. It was, um, I, I actually, in, as much as I enjoyed chapter the two, two movies, me. yeah, chapter, as much as I enjoyed the movies, I really kind of liked the miniseries better, but that was me. Okay, so now, actually, then in part two, James McAvoy was in that, Bill Hader was in that, Okay. Uh, Jay Ryan, Isaiah Mustafa, Andy Bean, um, so yes, yeah, so when they became the adults, they got a little bit more of a name, and I think also but, but partly, still know. partly too, because of the success of the first part, but yeah. still. Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, continuing on, nineteen his nineteenth book, "The Eye of the Eyes of the Dragon," nineteen eighty seven. Never read that one. Uh, then also in eighty seven, he did the Dark Tower two, uh, the second book of that. And then also in eighty seven, uh, he did this thing I've never heard of it, um, Misery. Um, actually, no. But Misery was, I think Misery is when he starts. He started going off a little bit into a more. Less horror, um, a little bit more character-driven. Yeah. Well, it was still horror, but it was a natural horror, not a supernatural horror. Yeah. Maybe a little more realism. Yeah, more psychological. Yeah. Until the ghost come up at the end and drag her to hell. Um, but, we won't talk about oh, that. Oh, was that a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> this is just like 2001. Wait. Was that Kathy Bates or Demi Moore? I can't remember her now. Um Joanne Worley. What are you um, talking Joanne about? Worley. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Misery is a play now, too. Yes, Misery is a play. <laughs> I'm sure the musical will come out soon. <laughs> God. Or is it a musical already? I don't know. I think uh, it is. I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a musical. <laughs> I'm going to bash their foot right Well, there's Carrie the musical, though. Yeah, there is Carrie the musical. Carrie the musicals. Out yeah, there. I ain't cleaning the stage up ever. <laughs> I will say though that the Family Guy parody of Misery is phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah, we should too. Carrie, the, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, that that Family Guy, Family Guy n- n- rocks when they when they hit Stephen King. I love. There's a moment also in another uh, Family Guy where Stephen King, they're drive somebody's driving. I want to say it's Brian. And he goes, oh, my God, it's Stephen King. And he hits him. And as he's flying through the air, Stephen King goes, this would make a great story. He writes it all well, yeah, before Yeah, that's lands. the misery. Uh, well, is that yeah, the same yep, parody? Yep, yep, okay. Yep. Yep. That's oh, what causes God. the accident. That's, that's right. how Stewie finds him. That's right. <laughs> a little cock-a-doodle. Um, <laughs> misery, uh, I, I like the book and the movie. I liked them actually both. And, of course, Kathy Bates won, won an Oscar for that as well. Um, 22, The Tommyknockers. I read it. Can't remember much about it, but I remember uh, I didn't mind it. I kind of liked it. Um, Twenty three, the dark half, nineteen eighty nine. I think th- that I that I read, and that actually became a movie with uh, Johnny Depp, um, and it's about an author who actually has a dark twin from another universe. I. Th- think i might be wrong on that i know it has to do with he's either got a dual personality or something but it's about a writer who has a dark half in him a dark side to him um it's not bad not one of his greatest but not bad uh 24 dark tower 3 25 needful things um i liked that book and i think that was another movie as well with uh 
I don't know that it's James Mason, but it again, no, but it was but it's uh, one of those British actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty six Gerald's Game, nineteen ninety two. Uh, I did read that. It was kind of sort of a weird S and M. Started off as an S and M, and then just turned into a horror. 27, Dolores Claiborne. I really enjoyed Dolores Claiborne, the book. The book. Yeah. And I, that one Again, I never it was another, It's a character piece more than anything. Right. Uh, 28, Insomnia. Uh, I remember that reading it, but again, I can't remember much. Oh, yes. That was the book where the, the people that couldn't sleep, they had insomnia. They were seeing another world that was blurred. I don't theirs. think I read that one. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. 29, Rose Matter. I've read that as well. Another character piece. Did you like it? <laughs> to me, it didn't matter. Um, number 30. I, that's the only joke I actually prepared in all, all of this, by the way, folks. 30, The Green uh, Mile. Ah, yes. That was a good one. Um, which came out in chapters. That was the chapter book. Um, yeah, I remember that. Which I thought was a, an ingenious way of doing it. And again, I'd like the movie as well. Very Dickinsonian. Yes. Very 1980s. How can we screw them over and get no, the most? Very time? 1880s. <laughs> 1880s, right. Next week. Uh, yeah. Uh, 31, Desperation, um, 1996, followed is, by... Is Desperation as Richard Bachman? Well, it doesn't say now. One of these, uh, because I read this King, I didn't read the Bachman. Uh, Desperation, 1996, and The Regulators, 1996. They were bookends. Because I think they did them, those, that was interesting, because the one he did as Bachman and the one he did as King, mm-hmm. and they basically were, they took the same characters, but put them in entirely different situations. Right. And right. so that was interesting. Yeah. It was an interesting experiment. I so think. it's kind of like Garth Brooks and his rock and roll. Oh, Chris, Chris. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Yeah. We miss you, Chris. No, no we don't. Uh, <laughs> I said what now I said. Now that's no, timing. <laughs> yeah, that is timing. I, I said what I said. Yeah. Um, but I think desperation was probably, well, I don't want to guess because I don't know. But yeah. Um, and I think going back, Thinner was also, I think, a Bachman book. Okay. I believe um, as well. Um, after The Regulators, he did Dark Tower 4. Uh, then he did uh, Bag of Bones in 1998. Uh, I know I read it, but I couldn't tell you. I think there's short stories. Was that a short stories one? Well, an interesting thing here is I'm I looking think at this list. I'm wrong, but because you're not listing other stories. No, I'm not listening. I'm, I just realized as we're talking, uh, Night Shift, mm-hmm. um, which, which I love. Two the, of my favorite stories, Lawnmower Man, mm-hmm. which is entirely, entirely different than the. Oh, oh yeah! Oh God. yeah! It, they basically just took the title and screwed, said, "Yeah, screwed, they did. We're going to do this." His, with CG. Yeah, his short stories were amazing. The the books. Uh, I think Night Shift's the one with the the hand with all Hands the fingers. With the eyes on it. Are the eyes? Yeah. Um, still that, but that one has right? what I th- may think may be my new favorite is the Boogeyman, which is in there, which is an all of a like a ten page story, um, but it's coming out as a feature film soon because I it was in the previews when I went to see Ant Man. Hmm. Really? I looked wow. at. It, I'm watching the preview and said, "Oh my God, they're doing the Boogeyman," and and you know I could tell. It was close enough that I could tell from the previews what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't list his... his um, Followed by John Wick, which my brother-in-law, who happened to be watching the movie with me, said, Oh, uh, John Wick is also known as the Boogeyman, so that he thought it was funny. That they put him back back. back. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, what do we got then? No, I, I agree. Um, Bag of Bones, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. 
That is an excellent book. And I, I really, I think you would really like it. Isn't oh, that the sports book? Well, well, it's about a little girl who's lost in the woods in Maine. Okay. And, but she loves Tom Gordon, the baseball player. And that's, that's it. I knew there was baseball. Gotcha. In there, so. okay. That's the kind of stuff that she holds on to to try to cope with what's happened to her. Hmm. I won't. I won't give you any spoilers since you haven't read. Okay. It. Okay. But it, it's I, worth reading. It really is worth reading. I, I literally cried at the oh. end. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was a good, a very, very good book. Could not put it down. Yep. Um, baseball have been very, very good to me. Um, oh my! God. I don't know where that came from. It just no Saturday Night Live. Oh, I know where it came from. I don't know why <laughs> it came into my head. <laughs> Other than you said baseball. Uh, number th- uh, thirty-six, two thousand one, Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember it, but I don't. Not enough to. It's like eh. uh, thirty-seven, Black House, two thousand one. Don't. Mm-mm. Never heard of that one either. Uh, next one, 2002, from a Buick 8. Yes. I remember reading that one, mm-hmm. but again... It's, I can't tell you about it. I Same here. Uh, the next two were the Dark Towers 5 and 6, and uh, actually then the next one was Dark Tower 7. I never got into those Dark Towers. I, I tried, but I, I don't like Westerns, and that first one starts off as a Western, and I, it lost me before I... Um, I know he he built a world very much almost very Tolkieny, um, yeah. in its you know scope uh, scope. Thank you, but uh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I personally couldn't do it. Uh, the Colorado Kid in two thousand five. I think they made that into a movie too. I think, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. Um, Forty three. Uh, the next one, Cell in two thousand six. Read that. I read that too. Um, I don't know if they made that into a movie. Uh, then Under the Dome. Did not like it. No? I, well, I shouldn't say that. I liked it until it didn't end. Yeah. And and part of me, when they came out with the TV series, it's like, yeah, that makes more sense. Yes. I'm sorry, but because cause they stole it from The Simpsons. Yeah, obviously. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, I don't know how they... I'd really like to know how they... they uh, those both happened at the same... Because there's actually no way... That, but they came up with the same idea. Yeah. No, no, it was just... Um, I mean, if I remember the timing, it was like, okay, this it, book had to be in the works, be- and this animated like thing had to be in the Bugs works. Bugs Life and Ants. Yeah. I hear he's Ant doing Ant one about a monorail next. That's a Shelbyville gimmick. After Under the Dome came another one of my favorites, 11, 22, 63. Yep. Yep. Uh, measurements... <laughs> that was an interesting no. one. Uh, that was uh, the uh, day John F. Kennedy was oh, shot and killed. Guy discovers a time portal in his in his storage room, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he just goes back. And he goes back in time to, to to the Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. Now that book, that's the one that his son actually had him rewrite the ending. Really? Yes, because oh. the ending in the book now was not what Stephen King had originally planned. And his son's like, yeah, no, that's not going to work, so do this. Did they have Doctor Who come and correct it? (laughs) No. Because the first episode of Doctor Who ever was on the same day as the assassination. Oh, really? So they had to rerun it a week later. So that's why Doctor Who compendiums have two first issuance dates. Really? 
I did not. It's also the day that the Fords bought the Lions, so people think that that's why they can't win. Oh. Who buys a franchise and they the president? But anyway. Assassinated. Was that also the original air date of Gilligan's Island as well? No. Beverly Hillbillies, however, aired shortly after it. Uh, a couple weeks afterwards, and they feel that's part of the reason why it got off to a strong ratings boost was because the country needed a laugh. Right. Yes. Right. And yeah. And then they they held pretty much top of the ratings for the next ten years until someone decided to get rid of anything that had a tree in yep. it. Do, do you uh, do you remember what the original ending was on that? Uh, you know what? Let me look and see. Because uh, 1120, that was one of that, I, if somebody were to walk up and say, what would you recommend as for a Stephen King novel, that would be one of my uh, first ones I'd recommend. Um, right, but I, also the uh, Lizzie story I would recommend. Because it does too. sound like the Twilight Zone episode where the guy is transported back to stop the assassination of Lincoln. And it was a professor from, I forget what his name is, Russell... From Gilligan's Island? Yeah, Professor. Yeah. yeah um, that else. would be Russell um, Crowe? No. Shoot. I know. I've got Gilligan's Island right up here, too. In fact, uh, Gilligan's Island started in yeah. September 26, 1964. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's almost a year later. Do you want me to tell you about the yeah, alternate? Yeah, I'm interesting. So I'm interested. In, so I'm not interested. He published an alternate ending on his official website on January 24th, 2012, in which Jake finds a November 2011 news article where Sadie has turned 80. She'd married a man named Trevor Anderson with whom she has five children, 11 grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren. This ending was changed to the published version of the suggestion of King's son, writer Joe Hill. So he wanted it, he didn't want the happy ending kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say... Russell they, Johnson, by the Russell way. Johnson. Russell Johnson. Okay. They needed to buy a television set in that reality with all those kids. To stop having 24,000 kids. <laughs> Get a Philco. Um, anyway, after that, another Dark Tower, 2012, Joyland in 2013. That was a small book, um, but it was, I don't know if you read it or not. I, I enjoyed that one as well. I thought that was pretty good. Then comes Dr. Sleep in 2013, the sequel, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, great book. Um, and the movie isn't. Too bad. It stays pretty close to the book as well. Uh, then we have in Mr. Mercedes, which is the first of a three-part, three chapters almost. Um, I think what's, uh, I can't remember the name of the next to The Watch. And uh, I think it's End of Watch is the last one. That's the last one. Mr. Mercedes and then Finders Keepers and then End of Watch. Okay. But they're they're all the the main guy is the uh, detective. Yeah, um, what, what's interesting to me was the uh, the first Mister Sleeper. It was like I'm reading it. And I'm thinking, okay, so King has decided to get into detective, you know, mystery thrillers. Mm-hmm. And most of the way through, I'm going to say it's not very good though. Um, it just didn't. It's like he was doing it, but he was following a formula, and it didn't feel it didn't feel authentic to me. Mm-hmm. And then, so finally, at the end, there's kind of that. Okay, now we've got the supernatural twist. It's like, yeah, he must have thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm just going okay, back. To what okay, I well, apparently, I don't know how to do this, so let's <laughs> do the twist and two more books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I enjoyed all three of them. Um, but again, I loved Finders Keepers. I think was the strongest, but it it lacked. It didn't have the supernatural 
that the first had. And End of Watch, of course, revisits mm-hmm. the original villain and, and that. Um, but I enjoyed all those. Then the next one in 2017, Gwendy's Button Box. Nope. Mm-mm. I, I'd never heard of that. Uh, number 57, Sleeping 2017, Sleeping Beauties, which he co-wrote with his son, Owen. I, I did not read that. I didn't read that either. Uh, 50, uh, 2018, The Outsider. Uh, I think I may have read that, but I don't remember it. Uh, Elevation in uh, 2018 oh, gosh, as well. I'm... I'm- I'm behind. Actually, I do highly recommend Elevation. It's a very small, very short book, uh, not long at all, and it's odd. It's just odd. It's about this uh, gentleman who keeps losing weight, kind of like thinner, um, but to the point where he begins to just float. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like him trying to trying desperately to keep yoga? the weight on. Does he do yoga? I, well, not well enough. And then the last one that he, they have listed here is the Institute. Okay, there's some missing. What's missing? I didn't. I didn't hear you talk about revival. Was that in there? I'm pretty sure that was that? Stephen King. I thought I said revival. Did I not? I tuned out. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All of our listeners did, too. All four of them. Um, this might be a good question for the listeners. Yeah. Did we... Oh, Revival. One? Mr. Mercedes. Oh, you know you know what? I kind of did I kind of did uh, skip over it, because he did Mr. Mercedes, and then he did Revival, and then he finished find, with Finder's Keeper and End of Watch. And why I remembered Revival out of all yeah. the books. Yeah. Well, because, again, I looked at my bookshelf before I came over. Oh, so okay. So you know. and, and so things that aren't out there is short story collections, like I say, you know, Bag of Bones, or not Bag of Bones, but um, uh, Needful Things. Uh, shoot. I, I've seen, but, Four Seasons. Yeah, but Did he, all those uh, short story it? collections, yeah. I think that's where some of his real gold is. I do, too. Four Seasons had the body, which is one of my, which turned into Stand By Me. Did he have Angela's Ashes, or that's a different author? I think that's that's different. Book. That's an Irish yeah. author. Well, they can't all be from Maine. No, no. <laughs> well, and you know, no. well, actually, I was yeah, disappointed. John Hughes. <laughs> I was. I went to Maine. You know, the most haunted, cursed place in America, and I only saw one unexplained event, and it, I was just upset about that. They actually had toilet paper in the restrooms? Uh, yep. <laughs> and it was clean. So, um, <laughs> No, but but it's like, yeah, I, I didn't run into one ghost, one maniacal clown, one vampire, and no werewolves, um, and no little girls lost in the swamps, thank goodness. Did you did you visit his um, home? No. Now, the, the my kid's mom's... The gate was locked. My kid's mom's actually drove by. Uh, the house when they visited Maine, and um, and it's I guess it's right there, just right off the the road. It's not like it's far back into mm-hmm. a woods with a gated thing and all that. He has a gate at the front, but he does on occasion when he's there uh, tie a red balloon to the to his <laughs> gate fence, oh, which nice. I think is pretty cool. Why not um, just yeah. the empty pumpkin bowls that take one? That's the honor system. Well, I don't know why. Yeah. Here, do that. Here's his short story collections and uh, different seasons in 1982. Everything's eventual. 2002, Four Past Midnight, 1990, mm. Full Dark, No Stars, uh, 2010, Hearts in Atlantis, 
1999, If It Bleeds, 2020, Just After Sunset, 2008, Night Shift, 1978. That's the one I remember Night the best. Night Shift, I love Night Shift. Uh, Nightmares and Dreamscakes, 1993, Skeleton Crew. Skeleton uh, Crew was good, too. 1985, and Stephen King Goes to the Movies, 2009. And he also wrote a... Uh, uh, he also wrote a book uh, about writing. Mm-hmm. Yes, on well, writing. Is, on I, writing. I read that. Is, I love that. Yeah, which I thought was really good too. And he is also Mr. King is the um, most uh, of any living author at this time has uh, the most books that have been adapted to TV and film. Hmm. Now I have a question. So That's I think we, we we all kind of came up with with Stephen King as we came come of age, sure. teenage years, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost like a rite of passage. Oh, yeah. Is there someone now that fills that role? Or is that changed now in society where there's well, not that? Well, I, I wonder if, like, the R.L. Steins of the world and Peter, not Peter Straub, um, it was an author I had not heard of before that uh, just came to light. It was an, it's another uh, young Amir, young, 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 young adult. adult. Um, probably older than R.L. Stein, though, in, in what he reads, but something right. the teens are reading. I oh, yeah, it just went out. Um, so, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you got your Dean Kuntz's out there, uh, who's written an awful lot himself. Yes, he has. Um, and I'm trying to think is there someone else you mentioned? Well, we already talked about Straub, yeah, Peter Straub. Um, yeah, there's not. I don't think there's a lot of horror writer. Well, there's a lot of horror writers, but they aren't putting out as many books. As and King also, did. I think there's so many young author, young adult authors out there. They're flooding the market with their. Everybody has their own little world. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, when I wonder, King almost redefined the genre. Yes, and and so by getting in there and doing that, now everyone's unfortunately chasing him mm-hmm. yeah. so to speak and and so i don't think any of them are going to be as successful just because he monopolizes that whole marketplace almost now were you talking when when you asked that question are you talking about just horror no i i think just in general because i think we all we all had those friends like hey i just read this you got to read this yeah mm-hmm. you know and that, it just kind of got passed around and i don't know in, and it might be society the way society has changed that just doesn't happen now but that's one of those things i think that i mean i can remember friends who wouldn't pick up a book mm-hmm. unless yeah. it fell on them sometimes right, right but you'd show hey read this read, read it they'd read it or the exorcist right or something right and i just wonder is there that author now where i don't want to say the term kids but say teenagers you know do is that something that they still that i mean my son's 18 and he's he doesn't i would i would say to a degree someone is i mean not so much teens but you know harry potter was certainly then that's where i was going now now, now you can't say but but i don't but i don't think there's yeah but i don't think there's right. anything to replace harry potter at this point right no i think potter was probably the last the closest thing we get to. yeah okay. and and i will and without getting too deep into that um taking her what you know her beliefs Just looking are now at the, at the art that looking was at the art i would say that she did create a world that uh again like you just said has not been matched since um but and maybe it's not a once in a generation thing maybe it's a it's a once in a multi-generation thing because you could go back and look at um l frank Baum, wizard of oz mm-hmm. again created a whole universe caught on fire 
Ulysses and the then, Golden Fleece, kind of done, you know, in in, right. in, in earlier ages, there are those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, maybe, maybe it's a once in a century kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You just got to be there. But yeah, I, I agree. There's probably not something like I don't think there's someone like King, um, at least in the in that genre. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. But I think every now and then, you know, Hunger Games was big for a while, even before the movies. Right. Um, Twilight. The Twilight, Twilight, books, Twilight were, books were big. Um, um, uh, the Lestat books. Love. And Rice. Yeah. And Rice. Okay. And Rice's universe. <clears throat> Never thought of that. Yeah. And and did you ever read Anne Rice's three books? Uh, the erotic. Uh, the erotic. Uh, I did not. I know. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. It was Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I read the first yeah. one, and boy, <laughs> Anne Rice has got a really wonderfully warped brain. You need to ring that bell. Yeah. <laughs> oh come I'll, I'll on! Do, I'll do. I'll do that. <laughs> Later. Found? <laughs> I'm going to do that later. Hey-o. You know what? But let's talk about the bell for a second, okay? We're, we're, we're to the bell point now. <laughs> Gentlemen, I got a little quiz for you. Let's see how much oh. you, you go, you know. Okay. Um, these are all multiple choice except for the first one. Just shout it out if you know it. All right? What breed of dog is Cujo? St. Bernard. Bernard. Now we get to the bell. Uh, what Stephen King book was originally titled Second Coming? Was it A, Salem's Lot, B, Pet Cemetery, or C, Dead Zone? B, Pet, Sem- cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. And what, you said Pet, Pet Cemetery? cemetery. Salem's zone. Lot. Salem's Lot? Yeah. That huh. was his original title. Okay. I, did, I was surprised, me too. What is Stephen King's middle name? Cash. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you he think I know that. that. I don't know. Uh, A, Jackson, B, Thomas, or C, Edward? Thomas. Edward. Cash. Ron got it. It was Edward. All right, next one. Stephen King co-wrote an episode of what TV series? A. Nanny and the Professor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad he didn't say monsters. A, The New Twilight Zone. B, Desperate Housewives. Or C, X-Files. X-Files. Desperate Housewives. A. And you say Twilight Zone. Twilight the, Zone. The winner is Dave with the X-Files. Um, five. In what state are many of Stephen King's novels set? <laughs> what type of music does Christine always play? A. 50s. B. Big Band. C. 60s. 50s. Bob says... 50s? Big band, I think, wasn't it? Ron says, I think it was big band, band too. I think so. And Bob got it with 50s. Okay. Seven, which baseball team does King often support and mention in his work? The Peanuts Gang. (laughs) You want to say it without the. It's the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. That's an. Number eight, the town of Castle Rock, a regular setting for a lot of King's novels, is named after a chapter in what classic novel? A, Lord of the Flies, B, Robinson Crusoe, or C, East of Eden? Robinson Crusoe. Mm, Crusoe. Crusoe. And Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies? Lord of the Flies. Shoot, is that where Piggy meets his death? I don't remember anything called Castle Rock and Lord of the Flies. I know, but supposedly that's a chapter. Um, (laughs) Number nine, what is the sequel to The Shining? Dr. Sleep. I'm going to give it to you, Bob, because I like the answer. Uh, Ten, how many years does Pennywise rest in uh, between his feeding periods? Twenty-seven. 
A, 25 years, B, 27 years, C, 35 years. I'm going to go with 27 for some reason. 27, it just came to me. <laughs> 27? It's 25. Oh, 25. it just left me. Why did you think 27? I don't know. I I was kind of surprised because, yeah, I was surprised you said that, but I'm okay. Well, it must sorry. be the demon in Jeepers Creepers that last, it's 27 years. Terrible, yeah. sorry. Not, no, no, they not, changed not, it not for bad, gentlemen, not bad. Um, real quick, because we got to be wrapping up here, uh, I want to thank you all very much. Yes. I was going to say, the other thing, too, is we didn't cover the movies that are from his short stories. No, we didn't cover the, st- oh, no, but like I do have. Apt Pupil, Lawnmower Apt Man Pupil was actually is from a great. short one. Um, stand by me. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, and that's my my getting to know you question, real quick. Round table. What is your favorite Stephen King uh, movie from a book? Uh, Dave, you first. Uh, I, I think Stand by Me. Stand by Me. Mm-hmm. Rob Reiner. Stephen King. Yeah. You know, coming of age. Coming of age. What more what more need any? Yeah. Misery. Misery. No, I like misery too. Misery. Yeah. Kathy, I, go, Kathy I want to change my answer. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure, Dave. Uh, Mr. Yeoman. Stand by me. Stand by me. Three stand by me. It's not a green mile in in there, not a Shawshank Redemption, which is heralded oh, as one of the greatest. No. Okay. <laughs> uh for me, stand which? by me be second, but I really, really love Dead Zone. I thought it stuck really close to the book. And, uh, Shawshank, too. Uh, that, that, I forgot that was him. Yeah, Shawshank. He's, uh, there's a lot of great movies that came out. There's a lot of crappy movies. Well, I say a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that I think his best work is often not his supernatural work. Mm-hmm. Someone else teaming up with the source material. Yeah. And I, I went back and forth between Dead Zone and, and uh, Stand By Me, because Stand By Me is just well, a great cast. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, just an amazing cast of uh, actors. Sit down, Will. <laughs> and also, by the way, another wonderful parody from Family Guy. Uh, and, and when they say, in my head, Richard Dreyfuss narrated the whole thing, <laughs> except for Quagmire, who had Rob, <laughs> Rob uh, what's his name, who from Jaws? Uh, Roy Schreider. Roy Schreider. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, you want to go get a beer after this? Train. This guy is married to Rebecca Stamos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then within seconds, train. <laughs> who puts trains like this? <laughs> Um, great stuff. Um, well, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, real quick, I want to give, because I've done it the first two episodes. Are we doing a Family Guy episode? We will be doing a Family Guy episode, definitely. Uh, the uh, I want to say some uh, our rest in peace segment. We had several um, pop culture people that have uh, passed on. First, uh, Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the son? Was the son of uh, Dirk Brown, who was the creator of Hagger. Uh, Hagar the Horrible. And collaborated with Mort Walker. Um, Dick Brown, by the way. Dick Brown, sorry. Um, um, so he also worked on illustrations for High and Lois. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. His, his father. Um, but uh, Chris, his other brother's taken over High and Lois, in fact. Yeah. Oh, has he? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Chance. Oh. But, yeah, so. Yeah, so uh, Tom Sizemore. Uh, actor saving private Ryan had quite a rough personal life. Um, Rico Browning. Does that name sound familiar to you? He was a child actor. No. Okay. He was the original, um, 
Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, oh yes. I just heard that the other day. And he also co-created the TV show Flipper, which I did, did, not, did know. not know. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, Richard Belzer. That one, that um, Law and Order uh, detective um, Munch, but uh, he was a great stand-up comedian before he ever became yes. uh, an actor. He was one. I remember watching his stand-up on HBO or something way, way back in the day. Um, and of course, uh, Raquel Welch, mm. Golden Globe winner for Three Musketeers. Um, Golden Globes. Oh wait, You're yes, Golden Globe. Never mind. Actually. Yep, I saw that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we thank you all for your for your years of talent and, uh, uh, and what you gave us in uh, our in our pop culture history. And finally, uh, folks, before we leave, I want to let you know uh, if you sat through this episode, which whew, uh, I'm not going to do lists anymore. I think that that kind of went a little long on us. Uh, but uh, next episode, episode four, since I just found out a new hope. <laughs> Don't. No. no. Stephen Don't. King strikes back. Um, <laughs> oh. Nope. Uh, just found out everywhere. this is the 50th anniversary of a little cartoon that many of us watched on Saturday mornings called Super Friends. So we're going to delve into our first of many episodes uh, of Saturday morning cartoons. We will be talking about Hanna Barbera, and everything that was and is she Hanna Barbera. <laughs> Sounds you like a good time, money. I'll tell you that. Uh, also known as Taylor Swift. No, what? What? Who's, who was Hannah Montana's Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. I don't know. She wasn't that popular, was she? Um, uh, yeah. No. Don't don't come after us. Yeah, especially with a wrecking ball. Anyway, yeah, I know. Wasn't one of them a robot? <laughs> that was small wonder. Yeah, that's a totally different. different yeah. That's Billy Ray. Not really. Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, anyway, so that is uh, next month. We will be talking our first installment of Saturday Morning Cartoons with Hannah Barbera. Until then, I want to thank my wonderful cohorts, uh, Dave, Ron, and Bob, uh, for continually coming back and uh, letting me um, just do this weird little wonderful thing uh and i want to thank everyone at the impact studios high above the benish building in downtown monroe i wrote it down this time because i i didn't want to technically we're not above the benish building we're high atop the benish building just you know high <laughs> atop we're not in some satellite all right <laughs> oh that's the trouble alert signal batman oh those satellite years i love those satellite years um not as much as the hall of justice but I love those hell years. But anyway, next month, Hall of Justice, Hanna-Barbera. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. <laughs> Ted Knight Ted Knight. Thank you. Um, until next time, folks, and I promise you, no more lists, or if they are, they'll be shorter. Uh, but until next time, please stay off our lawns. What was the name of that monkey? Beepo. Beepo? No. I was going to say Jace, but that was Space, space that's Ghost. Space Ghost. That's Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Bleep. 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 Gleek. It might be Gleek. Anyway, folks, stay off our lawn until next time. To the Google-verse. Oy vey.